0: Well, Happy New Year and welcome to a special playoff bye week edition of the Rams Revealed Podcast. My name is JB Long, voice of the Los Angeles Rams. Coming up, we'll be joined by John Johnson to review the regular season, including the sweep of the NFC West, plus is revenge on his mind as the Rams gear up for the playoffs. We'll get JJ's thoughts on one of his teammates, Corey Littleton, coming off a two-touchdown performance, and away from football, some New Year's thoughts, and his all-star fast food lineup. Glad you're with us. Us. Here's episode six of Rams Reveal. Oh, well, John, great to see you and happy 2019, happy New Year. Did you have a good celebration?
1: Um, it was it was a little slow this year, but happy New Year to you as well.
0: Slow? I mean, New Year's Eve falls on a Monday night with a Tuesday off day leading into a playoff bye week. That sounds like a player's dream. Yeah,
1: it definitely was for a lot of the teammates, but um. I was a little beat up after the game, so I just wanted to relax, honestly.
0: How are you feeling now?
1: I feel great now.
0: Oh, good. Glad you got that rest and recovery. I don't know about you. I enjoyed a couple of days off as well, but it was a reminder to me that I don't want this season to be over yet.
1: Yeah. It feels yeah. weird
0: without a game this week.
1: Yeah. I mean, you just look around, you know, Instagram, Snapchat, a lot of the guys that aren't playing right now, they're already on vacation. It's crazy to see that. But like you said, I don't want it to be over either. I want to play as long as I can.
0: Well, you had a phenomenal 2018 on the grass. I wonder if you can think back on the year that was. What was your favorite 2018 moment away from football?
1: Away from football. Um,
0: well, I went back to um,
1: Boston College. I think it was after the Thursday Thursday night game against Minnesota. Went back to see a game. They recognized me on the field, so it was pretty cool.
0: What happened with their uh, bowl game, by the way?
1: I don't know. <laughs> um, I. It got canceled. I've never seen that. I've in the seen, middle of you know, the first quarter. Yeah, in the middle of the first quarter. Like Coach Reed, the defensive coordinator there now, he said uh, growing up, whenever he was in the neighborhood, somebody had to leave or the streetlights came on, whoever was winning <laughs> won the
0: game. So in my eyes, BC won. But they said it was a no contest. 7 nothing over Boise State. It goes right. down as a bowl win in your mind. A win. I- I'm with you there. Uh, any re- uh, resolutions, New Year's resolutions for 2019?
1: Just, just keep getting better. I said um, – to the Rams that I want to stop eating McDonald's, but um, yeah, I, I should probably stop eating McDonald's. How, yeah,
0: just just get better every day. How many times per month are we talking about the Golden Arches?
1: Um, it's not a lot. Okay, maybe when you three two three times. And month. when you
0: do go, what's your go to order?
1: I just get like a small fry and a McFlurry. Honestly,
0: oh, that's yeah, I'm that's not a big. Much. Yeah, I don't. Are eat. you a big fast food guy in general? I am I like chick-fil-a okay, so we thought um, we'd do this. if you could mix and match your favorite fast food joints right into one meal, I'll give you an entree, a side, and a dessert. Can you put together a fast food meal sampling from all of your favorite restaurants? All right, entree is, is
1: Chipotle a fast food? Yeah, I'll give it to you. Oh so see that's a, that, that's a game changer. Um, let's see entree I'd probably go with. Uh, a bowl, just a bowl. From, okay. A bowl from Chipotle. Um, dessert. Oh, a side. Uh, Popeyes red beans and rice. That'll probably conflict with my bowl. That's but, okay. But yeah, this like, is a hypothetical plane, right? We're on. Uh, side of red beans and rice from Popeyes. Dessert. I'm had to go to McDonald's to just get a McFlurry. Interesting.
0: Okay, and I just walked by like the offensive line room, and there's like some signage up there with like Chick Fil A and Taco Bell being like one of the healthiest restaurants that you can go to for fast food. Any idea what's going on there with that group of players? I have no idea. I think <laughs> I think they just <laughs> want to eat Chick Fil A, so they came up with excuses <laughs> to say it's healthy. I don't know. All right. Well, enough of that. Let's get to uh, five minutes of football now with uh, John Johnson the third, and you know I wonder because expectations with this group are so high, where that you would get back to the playoffs. Does it feel now in the new year? like the season really begins here? Oh,
1: definitely. Um, I think most of that is from Tlaib saying, you know, he was hurt most of the year. He said, oh, when I get back, the real season starts. So I think mostly it came from him. But like you said, it's a new year. We're already past the point that we were last year. We got a first round by, so we're already the second round. So, I mean, yeah, I think... It's it's only up from here.
0: That being said, I don't want to gloss over any of the accomplishments that you did have through a 16-game season, 13 wins, you sweep the division in convincing fashion, only losses to NFC playoff teams. Is there an aspect on the 2018 regular season that you're most proud of from a team perspective? I'd say just being better than we were last year
1: um, with the win total. The, loss, the losses um, being already further than we uh, were last year in the playoffs. So I think just being better than we were last year is the biggest thing in my eyes that, that sticks out to me.
0: Because the league is set up so that that won't happen. Yeah. So that absolutely. the great teams come back to the pack right. and the teams that are down have a chance to rise up. That's correct. Let me play devil's advocate for a second here. I'm not saying this is my thought, but if I said to you, yeah, but your last two wins were against teams that are going to draft number one and number two overall. So what did you really prove the Rams coming back from that two-game losing streak? Do you have a response to that?
1: Oh, I do. Um, This is the NFL, so you can call it what you want. Every game is hard to win. And then the last two teams were division opponents. So no matter what picks they have in the upcoming draft, it's still tough games. They They gave their best shot. All year long, we've been getting other teams' best shot. So, I mean... They had a guy that was going for a record. Like It was a lot of different factors going into that game, so you can call it what you want. I think every game is hard to win, so I'm happy that we have momentum going into the postseason.
0: Touch on that individual record in just a moment, but of the teams that are in the NFC playoff field, there are some revenge opportunities there. We'll see whether or not they play out on the field with the Rams, but if that were to shape up, would you use that as motivation, a chance to avenge uh, losses to a couple of teams that are out there? Oh, absolutely.
1: Um, You look at, I want to, call anyone out but you look at philly they beat us twice so i definitely just want to beat them just to say i beat them um it's not really a revenge thing it's just just winning you know mm-hmm. i want to win so it's mm-hmm. not really a revenge thing but like you said those teams knocked us all they put those three losses on our record so definitely want to get a chance to get back at them
0: anxiously awaiting how that card weekend plays out so we can find out who the rams will host next saturday let's go back to uh, the week 17 victory over san francisco what was your favorite play from that victory?
1: Um, it was probably the former recovery by Kiyu Talib. <laughs> I probably could have helped him get into the end zone, but I, I missed the block. And um, it was just so funny on the sideline. Everybody was saying, oh, you're slow. You're supposed to score. Blase Blase." So it was, that was the funniest play from that from that win.
0: Did he know that you missed the block? Did he see that right away? No, nah, not right away. Okay. But um, on film. He, he was kind of
1: upset that we didn't get the fastest guy on the other team. We didn't block him. So, I mean, it was kind of funny.
0: Uh, great. Pass breakup on the play to George Kittle at the goal line resulted in a Blake Countess pick. You've told us on this podcast that Countess is one of your closest friends on the team. Could you walk us through that play in your mind's eye, how it transpired? Oh, yeah. You know, Blake is my boy. So it was
1: his first start this year. So, you know, I wanted to get him on the board with an interception. But, uh, yeah, so that play, um, like I said before, we knew Kittle was trying to go for the record. We knew he's their best receiver, um, their best red zone target. So we actually doubled him on the play and I I disguised over the back. We have a coverage where I cover the back, so I was just... I walked down like I was covering the back. I don't think the quarterback saw me. He probably thought I was covering the back. So, um, yeah, he tried to force-feed it to Kittle. I just ran to my, my coverage. I honestly... I saw the ball late. That's why I couldn't get it myself. And by the time I saw the ball, his hands were pretty much on it. So I just tried to punch it out. And luckily, Blake was there to make the interception.
0: So your acting skills come into play, right, mm-hmm. pre-snap. But right. it sounds like what you're telling me is if it wasn't Blake, maybe you could have brought that in yourself, like one-handed or something. Oh. But knowing that your guy was there, you just pass it off to him. Oh, absolutely. Okay. Yep. I try to tip it up. Hopefully somebody picked it. I'm glad it was him, though. How about Corey's
1: touchdown? Oh, man. Corey, Corey is different. He's been having a great year. But um, that was all Corey. Like, I think it was similar to what I said. He was disguising. He was a low hole player. Um, we knew that when they had that formation, um, the slot receiver was away from the number three receiver, that they ran a looky route, and it's pretty much like an option route in the slot. So, Troy was playing outside leverage, and Corey was sitting right there in the hole, just read the quarterback's eyes the whole time. So glad he
0: got in the end zone, though. Me, too. Right. And I don't know if you were thinking this, but I go back to his pick against Oakland and even his first one against the Niners. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure he was the most oh, dynamic returner. Right? I knew you were I'm gonna say that <laughs> it, it was a little bit awkward. But then he runs that one back untouched, and you're like, okay, he right. might have a nose for the end zone after all.
1: Yeah, that um, that pick against Oakland, he looked <laughs> pretty like he never touched the ball. But you know that was his first touchdown, I think, ever. That's what he said coming off the field. That that blows my mind, ever. Like even as a you know boys club, boys and girls club, he hadn't scored a touchdown. So wow.
0: Uh, Why don't we just kind of go right into let's talk about a teammate then since we're already on Corey Littleton a pro bowler for the first time for his work on special teams What can you tell us in terms of what he's like as a teammate?
1: Oh, he's a great teammate, you know He's he's a leader in his own way Um, He's not really he's not loud, but he's definitely a leader. He speaks his mind. Um, He's a signal caller for us We've never had a problem all year with it Um, He holds it down, you know, there's a package where I bump down the linebacker He bumps down the uh, edge rusher position, Mm -hmm. so he's so versatile and um he probably could have made special teams Pro Bowl last year, but um, this year it's even more of an, like a spectacle because he's been playing a lot of linebacker and he still made special teams Pro Bowl. So, I mean, just goes to show you how selfless he is and um, how much he cares about the team.
0: You look at the way this defense was restructured during the offseason, how many new and how many Pro Bowl pieces there were assembled around him was it say about you know from Coach Wade, Coach McVay, all the way through to your defense, the trust that was placed in Corey that he would wear the green dot for this defense in 2018?
1: Yeah, it shows that the coaching staff trusts him a lot because you know we just had Alec Ogletree last year was that guy, and I don't, I didn't see him leaving. But you know that's how the business worked. But um, it just shows you the trust that they have in Corey to step up in that role. That's a, the biggest role in the defense. You mm-hmm. know, the, the signal caller. He has the headset. Coach Wade talks to him. Everything goes through him. So it goes to show you that they put a lot on this plate, but they know he can
0: handle it. i uh, wrap up five minutes of football here with one individual note and one collective note. The defense has been coming up big in recent weeks. Do you feel like the defense is peaking at the right time, just in time for the postseason?
1: I do feel that way, and that's something that we said in the beginning of the year. We want to be playing our best football December, January, February. Um, so I'm happy that well, I wouldn't say we're peaking. I say we're we're moving in the right direction. We, you know, we got momentum. But um, hopefully, we can peak in February. That
0: first weekend in February. That first
1: weekend in February. But I like it. I think we're moving in the right direction.
0: Uh, and then individually, 119 tackles this season, John, most in franchise history by a defensive back. Mm-hmm. Does that make an impression on you?
1: Well, I mean, I didn't know that, but um, yeah, that's that's huge.
0: Congrats I mean, on a the, phenomenal regular season. Thank
1: you, thank you. The thing is with me. I, it's always meat left on the bone. Like I could have had a lot more tackles, but like you said, that's the most in franchise history for a DB. That's, that's unbelievable to me. Hopefully next year I can get more. But
0: All right, I'm going to read nine names to you, okay? Mm-hmm. I want you to think about what they all have in common. All right. Ready? Jamal Adams, Malik Hooker, Jabril Peppers, Buddha Baker, You're Already Smiling, Marcus May, Marcus Williams, Justin Evans, Obi Malafonwu, Josh Jones. Does that list sound familiar? Oh, yeah. They are? The people that were selected ahead of me. At your At my position. position. Safety, yeah. Plus, Eddie Jackson went fourth round. Yeah. That's an incredible haul of safeties for one draft class, isn't yeah. it?
1: it's a lot of notable names. Uh, Eddie, I think he was coming off an injury, though. I think he probably could have went higher, especially coming out of Alabama. But that's a, like you said, that's a good group of guys, as you mentioned.
0: Uh, now that you've had the season that you've had, uh, is the chip on your shoulder reduced in any... Capacity?
1: Not at all. I mean,
0: <laughs> as long as they're still playing, I mean,
1: we got to go out there and compete. Everybody want to be the best. So as long as all of us are still in the league, still playing, nah.
0: Uh, Good stuff there. Let's transition to a fan question now from our audience, uh, and thank you for helping me uh, reach out to our fan base to uh, get some input from them, and we decided on a question that uh, Joy posed to you. Uh, What number of interceptions did you have set in your mind going into this season, and can you hashtag confirm that count? (laughs) Can I? (laughs) Well, I think she's referencing your confirmed from San Francisco.
1: Well, believe it or not, the number that I had in my head was 10. I wanted ten interceptions. I mean, it might be a little far fetched, but if you set it high enough, you know, I feel like you still you'll land with an acceptable amount if you shoot that high. So I mean, so I so it's had four acceptable. I mean, it's gonna have to be. I'm 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 happy, but I'm not satisfied. I mean, it's a good starting point. You know, something to build on for next year. But I definitely. 10 was my goal coming into the season.
0: All right. So it's not going to be a career high is what you're telling us. No, not at all. You're just working towards right. a higher number. All right. Absolutely. We'll check in with you again. Training camp. Confirm. Thanks, Joy. <laughs> hey, we, hey, we got him to drop it. That's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. uh, coaches challenge next. Aubrey uh, Pleasant chimes in oh, this boy. week. Now you're okay. Oh, yeah. I, I kind of thought, yeah, if we open the door to Aubrey, who knows what we might get. <laughs> Uh, but he actually just kind of wanted to touch on your hair color for the postseason. And I'll pair this with a thought from uh, Sergey on Twitter as well, who wanted to know if you'll keep the same hair color throughout the playoffs or change it game to game. Uh, but Aubrey wanted to know why green? Why did you go green and will we ever see that again? Why green?
1: Um, you know, our earth, our planet is in a bad condition. So I wanted
0: to. <laughs> <laughs> it was a public service announcement? Yeah, I
1: wanted to, you know tell everyone, to go green, you know, start recycling more, you know, maybe reuse things, you know, carpool. I don't know. Nah, seriously, I, I went green. I always, well, I wanted a dark green, like, closer to black, but it ended up being, like, it got brighter as I left it in. Mm-hmm. So, um, I mean, I, I liked it. It's funny because a lot of people actually, they they ask me, I like the green the most. Well, you should go back. So, I, I don't know. But to answer, um, what was it, Sergey? Yeah. That and- question. I, I don't think, I don't, I think I'm staying natural for the rest of the Okay, <laughs> the
0: so, so his follow up like would fans ever get to vote on a color for you? Maybe next year. N- next next year. year. Yeah, yeah. We can we can all, get that going all right. All business now, but, here in the playoffs. Yeah, absolutely. Um any time to catch a movie this week with the additional time off? Oh I, I can watch a movie Friday, Saturday. Anything in time? mind? Um nothing in mind. Okay. What's out right now? You know? You know what I, I got on Netflix and uh Roma's been winning all these awards. Did you see Bird Box? That's what everyone's talking about. Everyone is talking about that.
1: Yeah, that, that's... Not you yet, though? No, I, I mean, we can talk about it. I saw it.
0: Okay, tell me what you think. I'll give you my Roma take. You give me your Bird Box. Well,
1: there was a movie called It Follows. It came out a couple years ago. S- similar to that. So I, I had already, you know, I knew what they were going for. Mm-hmm. But um, I thought it was... I was just looking for the hidden message, honestly. And I still, to this day, I can't find it. But it held my attention for two hours, so I give it as props for that. But, I mean... I just, I was looking for the hidden message and I couldn't find it. So maybe I need to do some research.
0: Okay, because I'm like, I'm midway through Roma. Wife fell asleep. We actually had to stop it at the midway mm-hmm. point. And like, I can see the artistic value. I can see right. why it's award-winning. Mm-hmm. I'm just not sure that the second half is going to deliver quite the way it was promised. I got to check it out. So I don't know whether they go back to that or not. One other question before we let you go. If you could go back in time and play the lead role or any role in any movie, what role would you be most interested in? Being cast in mm. Wow So
1: any movie it could even be
0: animated really If you wanted it to be
1: The first thing that Popped in my head When you asked that question Was Space Jam So I'd I take Michael Jordan's spot That'd, that'd be, be pretty nice Yeah that'd be pretty cool <laughs> I mean I don't I don't have the The clout or the You know the The recognition that he had But it'd be cool to You know Battle the Looney Tunes Or whoever the Monstars That'd be cool
0: that's a good answer. I don't think it would have been close, spot. though, if
1: I was the leading, the leading role. I don't think the game would have been close. It would have been as dramatic a movie. Not at all. It would have been a blowout.
0: Uh, let's hope uh, some of the same is true in this postseason for you. Thank Hopefully. you for spending time with us on your bye week. We wish you a lot of rest and recovery, and we hope that your uh, playoffs are as dynamic as your regular season was, John.
1: I appreciate it. Thank you for having me. All the
0: best in 2019 as well. Mm-hmm. We invite you to subscribe to this podcast on your favorite platforms, iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, all episodes also available on demand at therams.com. And if you wouldn't mind taking a moment to leave a review, we would certainly appreciate your support and feedback. For John Johnson, I'm JB Long. Thank you for listening to Rams Review.